Wow, we're back, back, and black again. Oh, <laughs> back to black, sorry, Amy. Yes. I'm it- white. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Um, my name is Katya. This is Heard and Heard, and I'm joined by the delightful Kimber Shade. Kimber and Shade. Sil- yeah, Shade and Silhouette. Mm. Sweaty silhouette. <laughs> that, that's what that's they call a me. sweaty shadow you At got the there. Steam. <laughs> no, no. Steam PDX. They used to have events at Steam PDX. Uh, we, I would love to have gone to a Bolivia Carmichael's, Kimber Shade, Kimber oh or Kim or excuse me, Kimberly Michelle Westwood. They, I saw the graphic. She must send it to me once. Yeah, it was. A, it was just like a you know. <laughs> A walkthrough event. It wasn't anything. It was my night. Wasn't anything spicy. I can't oh, talk about the other. Okay, here she's we, a married we, woman. We before signed God, NDAs, we signed NDAs. <laughs> before God and for for share. All um, I can say is thank goodness for the internet being invented when it was, and Instagram and all the social media websites happening after all the scandal mm-hmm. took place in my life. I am very grateful that I was messy in a period when there was no Snapchat. There was I was the most messy. I'm still messy, but I I was way messier. Oh my god, so embarrassing. But I think it's amazing that they had an event at Steam PDX. So that's a great. So we're talking about Portland drag and queer nightlife. We talked a lot about our past experiences, kind of like the more serious side of things. I love to hear like, give me like a. Bolivia Carmichael's at Steam story. What is like, because I think Portland is also very well known for its weirdness. Portland is like, the you know, keep it weird. And our gay community is like, keep it weirder. Mine is. Just <laughs> 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 kidding. Um, but while I, while I thrust that question upon you, mine is Filthiest Person. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever been or heard of it, but mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Buckmaster puts it on. Mm-hmm. I have gone to two. There's been four. And they have each been discussing. And the goal is to, like, make the audience wretch and to be the most disgusting person in Portland. And there's no poop and there's no blood, but everything else is on the table. And it makes you want to throw up on the floor. But it's very interesting. And I think, honestly, like, we were talking about Carla Rossi off camera. Always shout out to her. I know the relationship between queer and, like, horror and, like, disgust is very interesting because, like, society's perception Mm -hmm. of what we view as disgusting Mm -hmm. is, like, taught. So it's just, like, sort of interesting. It's a little much. There's smells, there's sights, there's sounds. There's, um... Mm -hmm. You can't unsee some of those things, Mm -hmm. that's for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But, um... It's dynamic. Yeah. No, I saw someone in, out... Eating yeah, it, I heard it hot heard into it. the microwave. You're like, <laughs> your face is like, I couldn't. I that's why I have never gone because I, I wouldn't because you don't support, I, you don't support, I, no, I, you hate I queer just people. I can't stomach okay. that type of oh, it was awful. Thing. It's hard for me to watch Dragula sometimes too because of that. Like, I would, yeah, I would say I'm glad it, it remind. I never yuck anyone's yum. No, I think it's that awesome. yum, that yummy is it's like cool is as yucky. Hell. I just watch it. <laughs> Um, weirdest moment. I don't really, I don't know what the word weird really means in Portland, if that makes any sense. What is something that you say only in Portland for? That's what I want. A statement in a sh- of when you were like, damn, only in Portland. Um, any party that happened at the panty raid on Belmont. Um, oh, is this I, the, I, bodega? the Belmont, is this Belmont the bodega? bodega? Oh yeah. my God, Kyle was talking about that the other yeah. day. Oh my God, So cool they used story. to, they would saran wrap the, um, you know, the, the shelves and then move them back. And then in this convenience store, we would have a party and, mm. 
you know, I started going towards the end. So don't get me wrong. I am not by any means a part of that culture, but I always wanted to be a part of the culture. Shout out to the bodega. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say that that was probably where I would say, quote unquote, the weirdest things that I have seen take place. Uh, and, and at the time it had to do a lot with body positivity and, um, yeah. You know, just being free. Right? And I'm, sh- I'm sure it changed your... At least it put the conversation in your head. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. I talk about this all the time. Me and yeah. Anthony uh, would go... Anthony's like my friend who looks like a cover girl. She's, um, a, she's a, a gorgeous gal and she's she's your best friend. Love her. Love my, is that my, my best friend? Um, but uh, yeah, we would go there and we would, again, look vanilla in this in this space and I would always be like, yeah, one day I'm going to take my panties off and put them up there. You know what I mean? But I never got to because... You know, they I got was, raided. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. And I would say, and look, that makes me think two things. One is you're always queer enough. Because I used to think, because I have had the fortune, because I've hosted and produced some pretty weird events, I've gotten to see a lot of really weird stuff. And I remember people being like, I wish I could come to that, oh. but I don't feel queer enough. And I was like, I'm just, I mean, that's the way you support the queer artists. That's the way you support the girls. It's like you just go to those events, see the spectacle. Because mm-hmm. I have a very Stefan approach. Like, do you remember Stefan from <laughs> SNL? And he'd be like, this party has everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's how I, like, to me, I want a party that's like, oh, girl, I saw someone, like, you know, squirting milk out of their mm. fake nipples. Like, I saw um, uh, <laughs> formerly Phallus Johnson, now mommy. Uh, man, Papa ma- Squat. Papa Squat, mommy therapist, yeah. Mm. And... You know, I've seen Ida cover themselves in milk. Mm. Yeah. Now, average Levine, I've seen uh, See, that seen... person from that person from uh, Phoenix put coffee up their butt and, and then... Vera or yes. Vera sauce. Yes. See, See I, I've seen a snake come out of someone's pants. This... Oh, remember? Oh, oh, the snake. Uh huh. This uh, makes me feel really, really prude because I'm like the butter wrestling. I literally was gonna say that I was like the weirdest thing that I've seen. Kind of is like butter wrestling at Koch's event, which also I was like, because again, where I come from in the quote unquote drag world is like you got to be pretty. And when I saw you know Sativa get down and dirty, that you know is what, not though, what I meant. Would say, no, that and is I would not say, what I meant. I know, and I didn't take it over. I would say, yeah, he did. I would say, I would say, <laughs> and also, this this makes me a little bit tender because I would say that is one of my Michael Watts, absolutely, Freddie Mercury. I have who, the pictures in my phone. Who recently just passed, and I I'm so glad I got to share that with them because that was a cool moment because they kind of like let Sativa win. Ooh, should we was, put the butter wrestling pictures on the Patreon? We could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We could put we could put anything and everything on there, and we will. I would say that was a really f- just like because we had a bunch of people from out of town that were like, oh my god, and like okay. we, that was the second year doing it, so we we had figured it out a bit more, and then then the year we're gonna do butter up again, butter up. Though, that's my I don't like to. Hopefully, re- Kimberly is gonna be a host. Obviously, always. I love tradition. My, I love I love having. I have uh, a whole dress that I never wore for it. You know what? And so you shall. Uh, <laughs> I was the, well, let's talk, was, well, let's like actually talk about that um, because that was for me. Knowing a, a lot, a little bit of the Portland gay history that came before that, right? Or my Portland gay history that came before that, butter, butter up in your events were um, pivotal in the growth of in the culture of Portland because it did mash up. It did what I wanted to do at the Pandy right? It mashed up the the different types of drag queens together, and likely you were to host with someone who you didn't not necessarily would think that you would be with before you know what i mean and that's where i've met a lot of like who i people i would consider you know my close friend judy's now is from your parties it was 
It was cool, because I think, well, especially when I came on the scene, and we were talking about earlier, like, I didn't know anything. He was a nobody. I they was were a true nobody, but I really got to, like, get, because then I just came in, everything was fresh eyes, everything was like, oh my god, I'm amazed. I literally remember, like, one time at Bridge Club being like, wow, I'm like... Did you do people, Bridge Club, too? No, 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 Bridge Club was just something I, just, I would something say... Something you went to. I would say a little bit different thing that I sort of pride myself on is, I was... While I wasn't of the know, because I didn't know what I was doing, I was a party girl. And I like to hang out with people, and I do mm. enjoy parties. I think because there's like unhealthy partying, but I really like this again. The spectacle, the, the men running into people, like that is that is crack to me. I love that. And so, in Bridge Club, I think is just it's a place on a Sunday in the summer where you go to get seen and get got and get some good. And I was like, wow, I used to just like stalk all these people on Instagram. Mm people like Flawless and people like Miss Sonata and just sort of like be amazed. I was like, oh, well, I know all these people and they're my friends. I find that so interesting because... Again, You're like, you hate those fake bitches. No, no, no. I love all of those people yeah. that you just listed. Um, <laughs> but I just, growing up in drag, we didn't have Instagram, so it wasn't like I could do what you're describing. Yeah. So I find it fascinating. I'm like, oh, wow, you like really learned about drag in a different way than I did completely. Very much from... Oh, sorry. I was going to say Bless Up was my first time ever in drag, my first time out at the club, like, after 21. This is not and just a promo only, for Kachi. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, 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 and, and the only, like, and, well, you're... Sick of fans. Well, Sick of fans. <laughs> the, uh, the events were most, the most visible as someone who was, like, entering the scene. So, um, like, I think that there's a level of um, blending of crowds that, like, is very new to the scene. And I would say if we would be amiss to not mention how lucky we are and this comes for all different scenes in the portland queer nightlife scene is everyone commits like there's a huge level of commitment from like the randomest person who's like do you know what i mean with those people who do drag and they might never get paid for it they only do it because they enjoy it and they only get they get so dressed up i would be like a lot of my like more traditional cis white you know sort of circuit gays would hella get into like getting into the themes and i was like super lucky to have like a community that was like okay this is crazy delusions of weirdness but okay let's do it and like we'd had parties about mostly food but we did <laughs> that is true but we did i would say it was we, like back to back for one point we were like november and and uh uh and, uh or december holidays kind of just yeah. yeah i would say you know but also extra sweet you know extra uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We did, we did, I love a good theme where I can just go to the grocery store to pick up my decorations. You know what, on the flip side of, like, people that, like, yeah. really, What like, are your worst well, moments? Yeah. <laughs> that people really, Tell me really, about the time that you cry. <laughs> that really, really, like, like, doing drag, like, for, like, and we'll go all out, like, for free or whatever. I love, like, on the flip side of that, I think lately there's been, like, a huge push as far as, like, Paying queens. queens being paid, yeah, and being respected for that type of dedication that is yeah. uniquely here, which is exciting. What do you think? I mean, you've been do- in this industry here in this town for 10 years. Has it gotten better? Are queens getting paid more? <clears throat> um, see, and this is a tough question, and, and, and when people ask me this specific question... They're I, like, well, I'm getting paid. Right. No, <laughs> it, it makes me sound full of myself when I talk about it, but I'm not. You are getting... You are... Well, because you're... You, it gra- you are. That's why I always send people ask me advice for drag, and I end up, I don't know anything about drag. But I'm, I send them to you. But I'm also <laughs> a part of the person that started the conversation. I'm also 
one of the people that started the conversation on drag queens actually going out and not being in a show. I'm also the person that like broke through younger drag queen. You just see what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it makes me you sound. Know, are you, you're Ramona. You're saying what everyone's thinking. Right. I remember like when bars weren't saying anything about Black Lives Matter. Right. But me and Kimberly Westwood really like we were the only two drag Who's queens. Who's Kimberly Michelle Westwood? I've never actually heard of her or seen her in person. She's son- <laughs> something of a myth and a legend, but. <laughs> See, that was me being nice. She's a legend. Yes, she is. <laughs> no, but so when you ask me that question, I say, yes, it has gotten better, but we've had to really fight really hard for it. Like, we, we did Kimber Live four years ago, and the same conversation was about one bar and getting paid. Mm. So have we, have we, we're still talking about the same bars. We're, we're the conversation about not getting paid. Mm, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think it's, it's, it's less taboo. I think people have seen people walk away from things. I think we, I, I mean, Kimberly Michelle Westwood, you know, recently spoke about how, like, they just decided something. They're like, hmm, I'm getting paid, but is, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes people were getting paid and it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was not fit, the, you know, the crime was not fitting the punishment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I think people are, I'm at least, and I think people are paying attention. We're supporting people and places that we know support those values and ethics right and i think that um the queens these days are figuring out how to get to the back differently right like we don't don't need to just be on the stage and that's one of my biggest things like people always press me they're like when are you gonna perform again and i'm like girl are you serious like haven't touched the stage and i thank you very much thank you very much (laughs) kakshi is one of the only people that gets it um but that's what I'm saying is like, I feel like, you know, through merch or through these live videos or just even tapping into different talents, these queens are figuring out that drag exists everywhere in life. And that's what I have really seen and really experienced in my career is the fact that, and fought for it, is to see drag in, in every space, not just queer spaces. Mm-hmm. And I would also say like so many, and that's what I love about Miss RuPaul, mm-hmm. is that everything is drag, business drag, gym drag. Ho and drag, trade drag, you know, going to the, I, Cody James talks about 7-Eleven drag. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. once, the, and I, once that has been applied, I do feel like it's just like, well, where does it stop? <laughs> well, and, then, like, and then you also, you, know, you but, also take it differently, right? Like, yeah. take life differently when you're yeah. like, oh, I can just go to the 7-Eleven in this wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. When drag really just says, says anything is possible and with done with humor and, mm-hmm whatever you can you can kind of get away with a lot (laughs) can i ask a question when was in your portland drag history like what was the moment that you saw that you were like oh no i'm doing this or that you were like no i'm helping produce this i guess like i'll go first just because i feel like a little bit it's a little bit tied into yours Mm -hmm. because mine was holocene Mm. yeah i worked at holocene i just saw on their website that they were looking for a social media person like that was there at night because mm-hmm. Halcyon is very and I'm very grateful for that is weirdly part like that's where like my nightlife is because it's like a lot of queer history happened there but that's just a venue space mm-hmm. and they are very like business mm-hmm. and so that really learned me well because I was there and really like incentivized to like do stuff because they a lot of money goes is in nightlife mm-hmm. you know people make, shout out to Halloween shout out to Halloween shout, shout out to I mean honestly I think Portland venues in general just figure out because honestly places it's weirder going to other cities where like straight bars like will be like scared to have a queer event mm-hmm. like when I worked with Barbarella and they mostly worked in other places they were very like cautious about the relationship they would have with 
you know, they didn't really let us take over like main nights because they didn't want to be known as a gay bar. And I was like, people don't really care about that here. People go places that are fun. So I was like, thank you for Halloween for teaching me that. And so Halloween made me ambitious, which I already was. And then they, you know, someone dropped out for a Friday event mm. for Pride, and I got to throw the first extra. And oh, I got sickening. pheromone. And what, I, yeah. What do they call that? Um, luck is opportunity meets preparation. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I definitely, I got some of the best compliments I ever got from people that I really respected who were like world traveling partiers. Yeah, I have pictures from the extra party. I didn't know that you did that too. That's crazy. That was, yeah, that was the OG. That was the first one I produced. Cause I, and I got lucky because I would say also, I would be amiss not to say like working club Kai Kai um, like bringing that to Holocene, I think I would say not my finest. I would not have moved it there knowing what I know now, just because I know now both like parties have characteristics. Parties are like people do vi- and venues are also like, like, do they click? And I, you know, but I got to meet and become friends with like a whole group of people that like are all my like best friends now, like Snake Oil, Cody James, um, yeah. <sighs> Valerie DeVille. James. Like I'm trying to think of like Lisa Limba, people who, I didn't I, you know it was again it was just like I probably was going places they were but I was never putting two and two together I was just I was just doing Molly and having fun and kissing yeah. boys and <laughs> what you're saying though to me is it's sorry I don't mean to keep going no, off, please, but I... it's resonating with me too because we were talking about this earlier silhouette is like how to break in and I think that Katya really just gave the roadmap there it's going to support like other mm. people's shows first right absolutely and then buy on to what you got going on I, I think that you know you don't need to drag family in Portland to make it. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Create your own. The shades, that's where they came from. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, so I started, you know, I watched, <laughs> I was a late bloomer of like even watching Drag Race or anything. I was very separate. And I was literally like, my family was falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, my career was not like, I was did stage management for five years and was not getting the return that like I'd put into like, what all the work that I've been doing for a really long time and like I was just like I watched <laughs> every available season of Drag Race at the time in a row sad in my <laughs> new like I'd moved out for the first time also so in my like new place and I was like I'm gonna do this and I did it once and when I went to bus up and I remember and I'm not gonna name names but I remember oh being there. my god here she remember, goes <laughs> And I remember watching a performance and I remember being like, I can do that and I can do that better. And not that it was like, and I get like, it. (laughs) my my vision of drag now is a lot different as I've like matured and like grown into it. But at the time it was like, no, I like, I'm capable of that and I'm capable of that really successfully. And for the record, that was not me performing. Yeah, yeah. I never performed it. What was the show called? Busted? Busted Up? What was it called? Is bless that what it's called? Bless, bless Up. Bless Up. Bless you. And I would up. say, like, the thing is, I'm, like, I would agree with you to a certain extent. Like, you're more, like, everyone. And I I don't like to pit drag against each other. But I think it is important to also, like you said earlier, recognize that there are different types of drag. And some drag is more interesting than other drag. Well, and that's the thing is like, now I, I like, I look at drag as like, in the same way that we, like, I've Ever since I yelled at, at you in the, in the, in the, in the nail shop. <laughs> well, it's just about like, it's Where I got all, these nails done. Well, I mean, truly, I mean, it's been like a journey of like learning how diverse and how different like storytelling is really like yeah. for every individual. And like, I'm, um, but at the time I was very competitive and very just needing something to like fight for and like, 
make mine. And then you stalked me. Here we are. Ex- exactly. I tapped that grinder, grinder a few times. Facebook. Facebook. That was it. That was it. Don't make it more Smoke than signals. it was. <laughs> I showed up to the parties. To you. I didn't know you showed up, though. Yeah, well. <laughs> to be fair, the block <laughs> was one of the busier ones. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's been cool to watch it. I sometimes feel like it's in real time, and I think also the pandaronium is going to really drastically change nightlife in general. But Portland specifically, because a lot of things closed down, I do feel very much like power to the people right now. And when I say that, I mean power to the queens in terms of you can tell people where to go right now and people really will listen because we're looking, we're looking for entertainment. We're looking to put our ethics, you know, this is a reset. So why, why go back to bad old habits? Let's support new good habits. And you know, also like people have more money than ever because we've just been sitting at home. So I'm excited to see what happens. I think before we wrap up, I'd love to hear about like, what are some things you're excited for in the future? What does your pride look like? You know, right now it's close to the end of May. Pride is upon us. And Pride is happening, actually, not as officially as normal, but m- more officially than we, we, we thought was going to happen, which is fun. Yeah. I'm really excited for Pride this year because I've, like, never actually been to a Pride officially ever, which oh. is, like, partially, like, because, it, like, the pan- the pandemic happened as I was, like, really joining the queer scene. So before that, I was working in performance art and I was like doing all that so I was always working and I wasn't just I just wasn't invested in the same way so this is my first year to really like dive into pride I'm excited that we have like some pop-up events happening I'm excited to like I've been working on inside scoop (laughs) my drag excellence video of like all these performers that like hopefully that is going to come out in June and like be this like love letter to Portland drag um I'm really excited for for June it's going to be a good month I'm going to get this tooth pulled too great gorgeous gentle hygiene is always beautiful especially, <laughs> especially for drag queens <laughs> period I could, yeah that would be a funny maybe for the next driver because we are going to do more everything is part one so i'm excited to see part two maybe some some tips for queens mm-hmm. um <laughs> as far as i go uh june's gonna be super fun i'm definitely june 1st look out for gay history with henry um and gay black history with henry we're definitely going to delve more into the topics like we did last year um, of course, look out for Drag On Demand 2, Let the Games Begin. Let the Games Begin. <laughs> That's coming out on June 20th. And then also, um, I had a really great conversation with Deborah Porter from uh, Pride Northwest, and she reminded me that Pride is a protest. So for this year, I'm, I'm definitely reminding all of my friends what we're here for and who threw the first break, because that's really important. Bish, yes. And I think, don't let's, don't let. Last Pride was really cool. It was scary. It was a lot of things, but I think like a year in retrospect, like what a moment, like for Pride to coincide with this nationwide movement and having conversations. Let's not let that die. So continue that. Send money to black trans people. Send money to black people. Support organizations and, you know, basically people who, who, who forward those messages as well. Don't do the terrible target (laughs) gay apparel (laughs) at the minimum at the minimum listen to a gay story yeah you know what i mean and actually listen don't listen to respond just listen Mm -hmm. period read a book about it watch a show do something that like is learning if not asking someone that you know directly although don't put that labor if they don't want to but like yeah like i think that we should be really taking time this month to like be a part of it 
Oh my God, that's such a good term that, or good thing that you just said. Also, you know, uh, a fun thing you could do is fact check Katya on everything that she's talked about yeah. and Google that too about this history. We love to see you in the comments. <laughs> I, I live for it. Fact check the house. <laughs> I remember Wait, what everything. We, what did we say earlier? Uh, gatekeeper, fact checker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Gatekeeper, gaslight. And I, I am very confident. And, you know, I'm very motivated straight to the sense of like, I am right until I am wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's on period. I would say we do have some pop up events if you're listening to this and you are in Portland. I would say keep your ears to the ground. We're trying not to go crazy because I'd say we're out of the woods ish, but I also don't want to like a weird. Planet of the Apes situation where we all super spread some new sort of variant of COVID-19. But we'll figure it out. Vaccinated girls. Outside. Get you outside. Every single thing we're doing is outside. And we are focusing on the protest aspect. So Kimber's fired for dropping something. (laughs) Kimber's hired for (laughs) growing. And rehired for picking it back up. Yeah, absolutely. So subscribe to our Patreon. Listen to our stereo. Tomorrow we're talking current events with Nene Leaks Cartier and... Kimberly, Michelle Westwood, and they have not spoken in a year. Oh, so. I'm coming for that too. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Tell the, me. The me. only three K's you want. Wait, should I like? <laughs> should I? Re- should I? Re- <laughs> should I like reorganize it so it's like? No, no, no. no I no. I mean, like, I want to kind of maybe set it up like. It's like a little housewife reunion. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh God, you, like I'm a couch, work out. A couch, like a couple couch. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. <laughs> the thigh's the limit, but yes, tune in and um, subscribe. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Why don't you go turn off that one?